Good morning, truth. We received the question that I'm going to answer this morning. The question is, is there ever an excuse for sexual sin? This question threw me for a loop for two reasons, because sin is pretty straightforward and uncut in the Bible. The second reason this question threw me for a loop is because I was trying to think of the mindset of the person that submitted the question and what in their mind was the possible situation that could excuse sexual sin. We live in a world where sex is handled in such a casual manner. It is just as much part of the dating process as going to dinner and holding hands. As a matter of fact, dinner and holding hands is no longer even a prerequisite to sex. Sexual behavior is considered a personal choice, no different than the decision of whether to buy a house or rent a condo. At the same time, popular opinion has all but removed the word sin from our culture's vocabulary. The only sexual expression considered wrong is what is deemed distasteful to the one that is defining it. Fortunately, man has never been given the privilege of defining sin. The one who created sex also has the right to set the boundaries for it. And the Bible is clear about the guidelines. I like to compare sex to electricity. Electricity is a phenomenal invention. Without it, we would be stagnant professionally and in every aspect of our personal lives. However, as great as electricity is, it doesn't come free. Someone has to pay the cost for it to remain consistent in any situation. Electricity also has the ability to influence pleasure as well as pain. Electricity comes with boundaries and rules. And if the boundaries and rules are disobeyed or ignored, it could cause death, irrevocable damage, destruction of property, and ultimate darkness. When God created Adam and Eve, he joined them together in marriage and pronounced it very good. At that time, God introduced sex and set the boundaries for its expression. God created a union between a husband and a wife that he called becoming one flesh. He designed male and female bodies differently so that they could come together in an act of physical intimacy, an act that joined them together like puzzle pieces coming together to make one complete picture of beauty. The act of being one created a new entity, a family. The powerful force of sex was designed as a gift from God to bring forth new life and to lay the foundation for establishing a godly culture shaped and formed out of godly families upon which God's intention was to strengthen his kingdom. God defined any sexual activity outside of the husband and wife relationship as a violation to his gift.
hence making fornication, homosexuality, pornography, and lust all violations to God's intent. Now we are all aware that everything that God creates as good, that God creates to bless us, Satan's desire is to pervert it. When we use sex for entertainment or for the sole purpose of satisfying our lust, we cheapen the beauty of the gift of God and we then defy the one who created it. Anytime you violate or cheapen or take for granted what God created to bless us, there are consequences. Electricity is a powerful source and is helpful if used correctly. However, misused or abused, it can be deadly. The same is true of sex. When we refuse to acknowledge God's boundaries concerning sex, just like one who refuses to acknowledge the boundaries and limitations of electricity, it will more than likely lead us into an unfavorable direction. Sexual sin is a big deal because it destroys the covenant God created and designed to be between us and Him. And this was and is always the manipulative scheme rooted in Satan's overall plan to disrupt the covenant between God and humanity. Sexual sin defiles more than just our physical bodies. It has spiritual significance. Committing sexual sin is directly opposing God's desire to sanctify us. The Bible details how sexual sin has brought down nations and how some very powerful Men that God ordained for greatness derailed themselves due to sexual sin. Look at David and Samson and the Israelites. If you turn to the 25th chapter of the book of Numbers, it reads, while Israel was staying in Shittim, the men began to indulge in sexual immorality with the Moabite women who invited them to sacrifice to their gods. And the scripture goes on to say, And the Lord's anger burned against them. God had established a covenant between him and the Israelites, and they allowed the lust of their flesh to compromise that covenant. We don't look at sexual sin as a means by which we worship other gods, but sexual sin aligns with Satan's agenda over God's plans and agenda. Sexual sin also spirals into such acts as fornication, homosexuality, which alienates us from the ability to make wise decisions, opening even more gateways of sin. Adultery feeds the spirit of lying, jealousy, manipulation, and pride. Not to mention all the acts and, and reactions birthed out of sexual sin, like abuse, rape, abortion, and other un, 
unimaginable violations of humanity and the principles of God. Electricity was never created to start fires or electrocute anyone. Neither did God create sex to trip us up or to tease us. Both electricity and sex was designed to enhance our lives with stipulations that they are both to be used within the confines of the set boundaries and principles. To sum it all up and answer the question, is there ever an excuse for sexual sin? The answer is no. If you are wanting to impose love as a possible exception, be mindful that sex again is like electricity. Electricity cannot impose love as an element that would eliminate the boundaries or the principles that are in place. Neither does love excuse the boundaries and the principles in place concerning any thing that God has called sin. Remember, when you start your day with truth, blessings throughout the remainder of the day is inevitable. So I just want to sing this song, say, I'm so glad I'm sanctified. Say, oh, oh, oh.